Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Presented by Wingstop. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. In the building, we back. Got rid of the black shirt. <laughs> Kept him down again. He's, he's sick. Game sick. Talked to him this morning. He's still alive. He's still doing his thing, but he's, he's just a little under the weather. Dude, somebody turned the air off in here? Did they? It's still cold, isn't it? Is it cold to you? It is now that I took my jacket off. I'm a little warm. Oh. Maybe I should take my jacket off, my <laughs> sweater off. Yeah. Whatever. I think I'm going to put it back on. I'm already cold. Kenny Cheatham today, ladies and gentlemen. In about five, well, ten minutes, we'll have Kenny Cheatham uh, on. Uh, I probably should call Kenny and be like, hey, Kenny, what music you want? Oh, yeah. What do you think he's going to say? Some you, walk-up music? I, I got Okay, so listen. Um, uh, let me let me call. He's. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to shoot him a number. It's 5685, right? Okay, so um, I bet he say E40. Oh, nice. I haven't talked to Kenny probably in, in about six months or so. But me and Kenny, Kenny came in a year after me, and they had a great class in 1994, by the way. But uh, I just know Kenny. I just think Kenny is – it's just Kenny. <laughs> you know, and it's funny because Kenny could have played for Kansas. He could play basketball. Oh really? Oh yeah. For Kansas? Oh yeah. That's a not- he got offered. Wow. He turned Kansas down to play football at Nebraska and he's from Arizona. In the mid nineties getting a football scholarship from Nebraska and a basketball scholarship from Kansas, that's a heck of an athlete. Here's what I'm saying. You know, the more I think about this thing and, and, and you think about why we were successful was because we got young men from all over the country to come. Now, I'm from Nebraska. I love the snow. I hate the cold. It's cold. Yeah. <laughs> when my dog, I was letting my dogs out, and they both stopped like, yeah, bro, we're going to stand for the day, bro. We ain't going out there. You know what I mean? And they start yeah. barking after being out there for five minutes. I know it's cold. Have you seen the ticket prices, the secondary ticket prices for Nebraska, Wisconsin? No. Six bucks. Shut up. Yeah. It's uh. Might not be a full stadium. <laughs> no Might, it probably will be, but yeah, I mean, nobody's. Uh, some people aren't paying too much to get in. Well, 
Maybe they should just make it free. I never thought I'd see a day. Well, I have, and obviously, you know, this Why is, is it six long bucks? past the six bucks. Because it's cold. And because the team uh, doesn't have a great record. This is a great game. This is a great game to. Oh, I know. I'm a Jack for get it. some eggnog. Yeah. Heat it up. <laughs> Who ever drink hot eggnog? I don't think so. I think I mostly drink it cold. Really? Yeah. I don't drink too much. Well, of it. well my grandpa used to get the eggnog and he would spike it. Oh, yeah. I said 90 something year olds shouldn't be spiking eggnog. <laughs> Somebody young might get into it. Yeah. But it was really good. He would spike it. He would put a little bit of Jack Daniels into to heat it up eggnog. And, dude, it's a smack. I'm going to do that out of out of respect for him this year. Just a little bit. Not a lot. Yeah. Just just a little something to give it a little twang. That's but, how I could drink those if it's sweet. I, I can really only dude, drink sweet stuff. And you want it hot. Yeah. I promise you. It tastes just as good hot as mm-hmm. it does cold. So I don't take on eggnog. <laughs> Have you ever got to the eggnog where you drank so much eggnog when you was young that it's, it start tasting bad? <laughs> I think I've so. done that before, I by the way. So, yeah, I, I like when I was introduced to eggnog. That was uh, that's what I drank for like a couple weeks, I believe. Really, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, Kenny Cheatham should be calling in four zero two four six four five six eight five. If you got some questions for him, when he does call in, Kenny Cheatham, the three time national champ. One of a few guys that can say they got a better record than me at Nebraska. One of a few guys. Now it depends on how who you're asking, but well, let me ask you, Bob. Is forty nine and two better than sixty and three? Uh, I think I'd have to do win percentage wise. I think so. Forty nine and two, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So that's why I say these guys: Grant Winstrom, Octavius McFarland. There's I don't know how many of them. Maybe Jay Foreman's in that in that bunch. Wait, is he? I think. I think Jay Foreman came in that class in 94. Well, I think he... Or was he 95? Well, he played till 98, I believe, so... 95, 96, 97, 98. He didn't play as a true freshman, though. Maybe that's what it was. I think he came in 94 in that class. I'm going to ask Kenny, um, but Kenny Cheatham could have went all over the place and played football. You know, I'm interested to know why. what the heck made him want to come to Nebraska and then, once he got here, stay here. Mm. Because... The more I think about, you know, Mickey Joseph being a coach, um, I do think that, you know, you don't you don't lose anything if you keep Mickey, right? But if you bring somebody else in and they don't do well, you lose some stuff. Now, here's here, here's the kicker. The only coach I think you can bring in and you would have to have some system set up, I think, is Urban Meyer. Mm. See? I'm kind now of you're a, coming around. I'm kind of on the Urban Meyer <laughs> kick now. If if you're gonna have to try to do something, you know, if if, if you want to splash higher, where you groom Mickey to be the head coach, yeah. And I think that needs to be said. You know, this is our plan. Yeah. I, th- then I don't think that's nothing wrong with that. But I don't. <laughs> I don't think you can go outside of Urban Meyer, and and there is no other splash higher. Not okay? not too much. Not that not on the radar anyway. There's no other splash higher. Well, we didn't see we didn't see the hires that you, that were coming from uh, you know USC and, and LSU last year at this time of the year. I mean, we we, we thought that Lincoln Riley might go to LSU, mm-hmm. uh, but he ended up going. So I mean, there might be some surprises. I don't know. Last year seems like an anomaly, but maybe Ooh, it's the new way of, of college what football. What current coach that's coaching now would be, and not not feel good splash hire, but want to come to Nebraska that understands the fan base, understands the dynamic that is Nebraska football. And then want to come uproot their family and come to twenty one degree weather, minus ten degree wind chills. Yeah, you know, you you gotta want to do this. Well, just recruiting difficulties. Yeah. yeah, you know, and I and I, I I was just jogging my memory, and I was like, well, what 
did I really do my investigation on Scott Frost or was I emotionally charged? I, I'm emotionally charged. You know the good thing about Mickey being able to get these three games is we know the barrels, the bear, the, 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 the cupboards are bare, and he's still doing a good job coaching and sticking together. Imagine what he does when he starts to stack the the the, the cupboards with with good, great and good players mm-hmm. that understand his system because those guys are young. They're going to develop. They'll develop. But man, I, I was just thinking like you you really don't go wrong with that. I mean, you really don't. You know, you make them the highest paid assistant. You know, kind of head coaching training if that's what you want to do, and then go from there. But I think it needs to be. Yeah, out there. That's what we're going to do. Well, and two, I, th- I think because of his now, you know, he's got Big Ten wins. There's a lot of people around the country don't have two Big Ten wins, and maybe he can add to that, especially if he adds to that late here. Um, Dude, we got Casey Thompson. Back. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, there's an opportunity. I just think that he's the the idea that you could probably just like keep him and, and stash him for a few years. I think that's going to be difficult. I, I think if you do keep him on staff as an assistant. He's going to be starting coming up and, you know, head coaching talks in the next couple of years. So, um, you know, they'd almost have to make him an associate head coach, head coach in waiting, um, which teams do in the past. And it doesn't always keep people there. I remember Will Muschamp specifically. For some reason, I always remember Will Muschamp was under Mac Brown was the head coach in waiting. He didn't wait. He took a job at Florida and just went. Um, so that might not, you know, might not ultimately bring him back here at that point in time anyway. But, you know, there is always the, the you know, his alumni, the Husker connection, and hopefully, um, you know, this first opportunity that if he does have success down the line and maybe he has to take a different route, might just come back to Nebraska. And then we might say, well, maybe they should have just hired him then. But, it, you know, that'd be similar to kind of Bo Pelini. Should they have hired him um, when he was the interim coach, when he took over in in 2003, Maybe, but I mean, would you have the same Bo Pelini success, or would you never have got the Bill Callahan athletes? You no, don't really know. No, 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 no. If we had kept Bo Pelini when he was interim coach, we would have been winning Big Ten championships because nothing was out of place. You still had. You remember, Solich had to let go some of the old guard, yeah, you know, Tenper, some of these older coaches, and brought in really some good coaches. Uh, uh Barney Cotton had came in on that thing. So, so I just – if you got a young Bo Pelini who that defense was really, really good that oh, year. Oh, yeah, it was. You don't fall off. You don't drop off. Where you drop off at is when you bring in a different mindset. You know, when you go from South Stadium to North Stadium, when you completely change where uh, the – Option offense to West Coast. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work. That was this, a struggle. Listen, a pass-happy offense will not work here. It just won't work. The old school people like, uh uh-uh. The old school guys that's gone before us, bless their souls, they're like, nah, we ain't having that. We ain't watching that type of football. (laughs) We're going to watch some smash mouth football. Here's the deal. If I run the ball at you four times and get a first down, and I've asked this before, or I pass the ball four times and get a first down, how are you going to be, uh, um, what's the question, more fatigued at, me passing or running? Oh, definitely running. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It adds up over four quarters. It absolutely does. It adds up over one quarter. Yeah, you know, two series. You know, but 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 our willingness to do that back in the day is why our resiliency to run to keep pressing, keep pressing, and then we punted the ball a couple times in the first quarter. Didn't matter. We're gonna play defense. 
We're going to make you work for it. And then when you bend, or you bend it a little, just a little bit, Amon Green's going to pop one on you for 40. I, I, this was 99-2000. I'm really going back and watching these games. Because I think even us older generation folk that haven't went back and watched the game in a while will have a better appreciation of what we did back then. Not that you want we want to get like you 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 want to give us something. We don't we're not asking for anything but respect. You know the mm-hmm. the, the 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 people that line up that say oh, it's the nineties. It is. We're not asking for you to give us some nil money. Even though that'd be good. I mean, good. I know. <laughs> we just asking for respect to respect what we did, and and like I said, if Scott had done the things that he learned coming from Stanford, because Scott didn't get handed the starting job. Okay, mm-hmm. he got his butt whooped on scout team for a whole year. Nineteen ninety five was brutal. If ninety five was the best defense ever at Nebraska, right? Scott was the quarterback that made him good. Okay, shout out to him for that. And then in 96, we had lost, you know, when you lose uh, a Brooke Berenger, you lose, I think, uh, uh, Ben Rudd or, or, or what's his name that went to Kansas, he transferred. We ended up playing against him in 95. He was a starter. Mm. Um, when you lose, uh, uh, and I think, was Terman still there? No, Terman was gone. You lost your top three quarterbacks in one year. So now, you know, Scott struggled in 96. Okay, He struggled the first couple of games. Mm -hmm. So we got beat by Jake the Snake, Arizona State, 96. Okay, But he stuck with it. We stuck around him. There were some players that wasn't playing going into that Arizona State game. But after that Arizona State game, boy, there were some different faces out there playing. Hmm. And I think – the fact that we get Casey Thompson back is great. If you have him back there throwing seven-step drops and getting sacked and blocked and hit all over the place, you might as well have left him in the locker room. Yeah. If you throw quick stuff to him, if you tell your quarterback, get the ball out of your hand, son, get it out of your hand quick. If you're going to take off and run, take off, get down. Don't do what Chubba did. He was indecisive. He didn't know whether he wanted to just run and get tackled or slide. And because of that, that's what got him hurt. That's, a just, oh, fluke, yeah. that's just a fluke player of not what, knowing what to do because you don't practice it in, 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 in practice. When I watched Eric Crouch, I told you I had a newfound respect for anyone that runs the ball the way he runs the ball. The way Crouch would get hit, and I'm like, okay, he got up though. Mm-hmm. You know, And that to me is, is it says a lot about the quarterbacks that we had before that were running quarterbacks that never got down. I don't I don't know about quarterbacks getting down till just till till later on. So Yeah, start sliding. That's all over the last couple of years. Uh what what we got? You know what? Give me my give me my theme song. Give me my theme song, the one you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what one. Oh yeah, we can do it. Yeah. I'm trying not to give it to him before we you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I might so just just get some stuff queued up too, Bach, because I'm gonna test Kenny's uh, song knowing situation since he's a little older now. He might be rusty. You got it? I don't have it in here now. I'm trying Are to you remember. kidding me I'm right now? Trying to remember who the uh, <laughs> oh my the god! It's loose. 
listed under It's that. either the OJ's or Temptation or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Hey. Come on, turn around in the back. Turn around in the back. We'll you got it? On. We'll just do this one. This one will work. Oh, dude. It's on and popping, y'all. Come on, man. You can't do that with, with Kenny because his dad wasn't that way. Oh. See, mine was. Papa was a Rolling Stone. <laughs> you understand? But let it play. Forget it. Let it play. We'll get something for him a little bit later. It's still for me. Kenny Cheatham, three-time national up, champ. What's up, man? Man, just holding it down, you know. Dude. What's Watching the- bad football on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the temperature first, Kenny? Out here? Yeah. 51 and sunny, man. Oh, my God. It's 51 right now. It's going to get a little warmer, right? Yeah, it's going to get to about 70. 72. Bruh, it's like 25. Yeah, I heard. Don't want that smoke. That's just dumb. That being said, Kenny, what the heck? All the way from Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, what brought you? Why did you choose Nebraska? Oh, we live right now? We live. Oh, man. Shoot. Glad I told you, huh? Get ready for Get the dump button ready. You never know. (laughs) No, actually, man, it was a long process and how it came about. Uh, long story, quick story, short, junior year, um, senior year, I wasn't even sure if I was going to play football because I had done so well in all the summer camps, five-star Adidas, um, you know, basketball-wise. And then coming in, I, I missed the first game. And my coach was like, look, and he just brought in like five big old tubs of scholarship letters and was like, here, all these people want you. And I was like, really? So I came out, and junior year, we had all taken our ACTs. Um, I didn't pass the first one. A couple friends did. Took it a second time. They questioned my score because I had one up. Not taking into mind the first time we took it, we had played like a night game in Tucson, which was like hour and 45 away mm. at that time, and came back and had to take it at, what, like 5, 6 in the morning. Remember those tests were like early, 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 early. in the morning. Yep. Um, so then it was a question on it. So that senior year, I went into – had a little hesitancy on what I was going to do, but then once I started playing, originally I was going to go to Miami. That was a done deal. My mom was like, nah, son, Miami isn't what you think outside of what they show on TV. You know, it's bad out there. And I know you, um, girls, you, <laughs> you're you easy with people. You might end up in the wrong direction. So, you know, that was out of there. Nebraska was on the list, but they weren't top on the list because I knew they threw the ball. I mean, ran the ball. But my thing was, if I can go there and, you know, they can give me the ball at least nine, ten times a game, somewhere in that range, I, I can be effective. But myself and my friend, uh, you guys know this name, we played him in the in the Orange Bowl, Terry Fair, one of my childhood friends, high school teammate, Pop Warner teammate, played University of Tennessee, uh, was the pick before Randy Moss. Me and him were supposed to be a package deal to Tennessee. But I didn't have my test score. So he took the trip. Uh, they they claimed they forgot to send me the ticket. Um, Lovey Smith was a recruiter, but, you know, I knew the game. I didn't have my test score at the time. So he came back. He was like, Ken, I'm going. You go come with me. I said, well, if I get my test, I might look at it because I knew Peyton Manning was coming in. And then I didn't get it. So, you know, I'm stressing out. Um, Rick Neuhausel told me he was leaving UCLA. For what word I got, he was leaving and going to Colorado. I had got word that Carl Durrell, he was at ASU at the time, was leaving um, 
Arizona State, and he was possibly going back to Colorado. Um, so that that kind of swayed me. Really looking at the Buffaloes with those two because I really like those two. Um, a lot of the other schools, the Floridas and all the other big names, they kind of backed off when I didn't have my test score. But Nebraska stayed consistent and it was like, you know, we're going to hold a scholarship for you. You know, they stayed with me. They kept talking to me, Coach Brown. And Coach Osborne called a couple times. And then once I got it, you know, everyone else started calling back. And then I called them and told them I had And they were like, we saved a scholarship. And that's how I ended up there. So, Really? Long story short. So it was a lot of things that played a factor. What did you know about Nebraska growing up? Nothing. Really? I'm, honestly, you know, this is Pac-10 country. And, and Nebraska is a national brand, but almost a regional brand as well. I hate to kind of say it that way. Right. No, that's um, true. Because when you're out here, you, you, we have glamour schools. We have UCLA. We have USC. You know, Southern California is an hour flight. We have US. You know what I mean? We have as far as the glamour school in this area. But then you have Washington. Um, Washington was a great program back in the days. Um, but it's Pac-10. And, you, of course, you see a Nebraska game on TV, but then you see the Miamis, the Florida States, the Ohio States, the Michigans. The Big Ten was prevalent in, in our view on the TV because that's the Rose Bowl. That's the old Rose Bowl rivalry. Mm. Big Ten, Pac-10. You get what I mean? So that was that. And, of course, we saw Colorado. You see Oklahoma because Colorado, you know, was Big Eight. It was still packed in area. I mean, you know, as far as, like, TV watching, we would see them. So I remember being in the enemy and and Pritchard and Darren Hagan and all those guys, you know. And they recruited out of this area a lot of Arizona and California. So Nebraska was there. I, of course, I knew Toby was there. Um, our family goes back decades. Like, my dad hung with his uncles, his brothers, older brothers went to school with my uncles. Um, and Ty, new Tyrone Bird there. Tyrone Bird's a legend in Arizona. Um, so they have a DB Award named after him out here. So, you know, I knew that they were there, but not much really. Wow. The, I, I, You know, you don't think about that, all the players that came out of there and then the guys that came, the Bobby Newcombs that came after you. The princes, you know, uh, there's a lot of guys that came out of Arizona that went to Nebraska. And you got to ask yourself, what was it? You know, it was. I, I I appreciate that story, Kenny. You get to Nebraska, 1994. Now, was Jay Foreman in your class? Yeah, that was all my class. Oh my goodness, me, Jay, Ruck, Wilk, uh, Grant, Tavy, uh, Shevin. Uh, a lot. We had a lot in our class. You know, we were that last class. Then 95 came in with those uh, the ones that. We're there, you know, without the varsity. Was Pooh Bear in the practice, you know? Pooh Bear wasn't in that class, was he? Yeah, Jason was in that class. Wilkes class was in was that tight. class? Golly. Yeah, our class was Man. Tight. Hey, Kenny, I tell you what, man, we're going to throw it to break. We'll come right back. We're going to come right back with Kenny Cheetos with Seal for Neil, Neil. <laughs> the captain, the ticket, 93.7. Be right back.